Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline. I'm so happy to have you guys here and here for my 100th episode. Um, Yeah, in January, it was the two-year mark of the podcast, and now we're to 100 episodes, which seems incredible. (laughs) There's just been so much growth and so much going on since 2020. I just can't believe Um, I can't believe we're here and I've had this idea since 2018 so I'm just really really grateful that you're here and you're listening and I feel like I have a lot of goals and a lot of things I want to initiate in the podcast this year and I really do feel like it's just getting started and I'm so grateful for all the amazing guests that I've had and yeah if you're new to the show this is a podcast where we talk all about finding our freedom, finding our authentic self, and yeah, letting go of narratives from society, from our family system, from childhood that we kind of latched onto to keep us safe and kind of creating a life more based on the soul self, the authentic self, and what is the process and what is the journey to that, and Yeah, connecting with spiritual leaders, psychologists, neuroscientists, um, and just getting a lot of different perspectives on life and spirituality and religion. So that is the goal of this podcast. That is what we do here. And as far as more on the goals, when I was in my healing, my healing journey, I kind of went through what people in the spiritual community call a spiritual awakening and I just started, you know, being and learning about who I truly was authentically and coming back home to that girl and I was thinking a lot differently than my peer group, than my family and um, these podcasts were a solace to know that there are other people out there like me, um, that new friendships that could be formed and just that life could look really different than I'd ever expected it to. So I just want this to serve as a place that reminds you that you're not alone. There's other people asking these big questions and there's always love and community out there for you. So (laughs) there's a little bit about the podcast on my 100th episode. And if you've been listening to the podcast and liking it, please leave a five-star review and a written review on Apple Podcasts or just a five-star review. It's super easy to just click that five-star button. It'll take, I don't know, 15 seconds. (laughs) If you want to pause the episode and do that right now, that would be great. And I think on Spotify now, you can also leave a review. So if you're feeling super generous, go leave me a review on Spotify as well. Um, Apple Podcasts, it's really important because it helps the podcast get recommended to more people. Um, Yeah, and if you're interested in working with me, there's a link in the show notes, and that is to my website and my services. You can work with me in a short tarot reading setting, in a month coaching setting, or a longer coaching setting. So yeah, check those out and stay tuned for some more stuff coming up. I feel like this year has been a lot about uh, new beginnings and transitions and like laying the foundation 
for stability and I feel like I've been doing that a lot. I mean, I think the two years really up into this 100th episode have been very a very chaotic time in my life, and I'm so glad that this podcast has been there along the way. But yeah, I'm feeling like I'll be a lot more grounded um, and feeling <laughs> feeling good to be a lot more grounded, so I think that'll translate into good things for the podcast, or I know it will. But yeah, I'm not going to give really a life update except that life is good (laughs) and I'm really happy and I just this year I feel like I've just grown and changed so much and it's completely different than what I thought it would be so that's always exciting and fun and yeah this episode I really thought about a lot and jokingly enough was being kind of perfectionistic about my 100th episode like what do I want to do with my boyfriend? Like, what do I want the topic to be? Like, I have to wait to record it until it feels like the perfect time. And it was just so funny, like all of that coming up. And then the fact that this episode is about perfectionism because, you know, it just shows you that you work on these things and they are still a part of your life. But just a reminder to not be perfectionistic about things or to try not to be. Um, But yeah, I wanted to talk about this because I talk a lot about, you know, like new identity and taking away trauma mask and like, who are you authentically? And I think the first mask that I was really wearing and this year I discovered a new one of this ultra free independent person, which I think is a deviation of the perfectionism mask. But the first mask that I wore was perfectionism and I think you know a lot of people that grow up in these in homes and have these mentalities of perfectionism it you know it's a coping mechanism it's what keeps you safe like maybe feeling like mom and dad are not going to fully be there to take care of you so I need to be perfect and hold things together to be safe or if I'm perfect, no one will be angry at me or yeah, like I won't cause problems. And I think for me growing up, school was just emphasized as being really important. And I love my parents to death and <laughs> no shade or shame towards them. But I think there was a little bit of immaturity there. And I felt like I grew up pretty fast and I felt like I needed to be perfect to be safe in my life and I needed I felt like I needed to be perfect to receive love and I think that narrative was maybe a little bit stronger from my dad but it's kind of the typical thing as a kid where what you get praised for you start to put those points as the reasons that you're worthy of love and At a young age for me, that was really school and like achievement in school and then, you know, some achievement in sports. And then as I got older, my appearance. So those things really became these kind of central organizing principles of of my life. Like if I was doing good in school, um, you know, athletically, if I looked good, if I was skinny and pretty enough, then I was confident, then I felt good, then I felt on top of the world. But if one thing was out of line then everything felt like it was going to shit and I don't think I really 
understood how much it affected my life because I surrounded my life around these goals and I did pretty well achievement wise and I had a lot of anxiety because if you're setting these crazy standards you're gonna have like a decent amount of anxiety about meeting them but otherwise I was meeting my goals and things were going pretty well so I hadn't seen too much of the shadows of perfectionism and I didn't really start to see those until college and more so kind of at this like turning point that I had with perfectionism where I kind of got to this point where I had graduated from college, I'd achieved like the one goal (laughs) that I'd had for my life of going to UNC and graduating college. And, you know, my whole life had been set out before me until then. So I'd achieved that one academic goal that I'd kind of surrounded my worth by. And I had created a new goal of becoming a doctor that this little voice inside of me, this authentic self, this soul self had told me to to pause but it was so hard to trust that and my perfectionism was you know rearing its head because I felt like without these things like I'm I'm nothing so I didn't have schoolwork I didn't have academic achievement I didn't have a specific goal so I felt really really insecure and anxious about figuring all those things out um and anytime something was wrong with my body I felt really insecure and anxious um, and not good enough, not worthy of love, didn't even want to like go out and be around people. And I experienced that in college when I just had a lot of anxiety and lost a ton of weight. Like I just didn't even want to be out. I didn't want to wear my clothes. I just felt so not perfect. Um, so yeah, I think the 2018 time period where I thought of creating this podcast, where I like started this journey of like self growth and personal development and like self-inquiry I started to realize how much perfectionism was affecting my life and had a moment where my anxiety was so intense I realized that if I didn't let go of perfectionism that I was a healthy person that I would probably live a really long life but I would be in agony and miserable if I kept living to these standards, like I would never really reach my full potential in life. I would just always have this thing on my shoulder or this self-doubt or this excessive anxiety and control that would keep me from just fully being happy and being myself. So I had that realization and the process of letting go of perfectionism was really tough. And perfectionism for me organized on so many different ideas. And I want to kind of reference in this, and I'll put this in the show notes of Brene Brown's Gifts of Imperfection books, <laughs> book, which I had recommended to me like several times before I picked it up. And I just want to say I'm really grateful to be doing this episode because I feel like people have been like asking about doing it since the beginning, and I've been resistant to it for some reason. But basically... I relate a lot to these like areas that she talks about imperfection and like one, one big area for me, you know, was schoolwork, letting go of my achievements being my worth and then my appearance, letting go of my appearance being my worth. But it was deeper than that where 
you know, feeling your emotions was seen as imperfect for me and, you know, messy. And I didn't want to do that. So part of perfectionism was realizing that I'd suppressed a ton of emotions from high school onward and they were making me depressed. They were making me anxious and I needed to feel them. But I was so scared of what that process would feel like. And when you're perfectionistic as well, you think other people's perception of you controls your worthiness. And a really big realization for me was learning and getting myself to believe that worthiness is inherent. Worthiness is just because you are born and you're on this planet that you're worthy of love. (laughs) This doesn't mean to be a bad person, but it just means, you know, from a spiritual perspective, like your soul chose to be here right now with these unique gifts, with this authentic expression. And just because you are uniquely who you are, the combination of genes of your mother, your father, your ancestors, all of those things just make you inherently worthy inherently worthy of love and I think that's like a radical idea in our society and in our family systems that so much is based on achievement so I had to really embody that and yeah I think too with the emotional piece like numbing was a really big part of it because I didn't want to feel emotions and I think I had a different view of resiliency as like never feeling anything and always acting like things were okay and as well when you're living from perfectionism I feel like you're always thinking about you're always in fear you're always thinking about what could go wrong and living living from that place and making decisions to avoid the thing you're afraid of which blocks you from fully like living an authentic and bold and brave life and I think these next ones really like speak to me a lot cultivating intuition and trusting faith letting go of the need for certainty and I think perfectionism is a way to try to not like (laughs) not have to rely on faith like if I can control the outcome as much as possible then I'll be safe And then cultivating creativity, I feel like I couldn't let myself be creative before. I literally couldn't like move my body and like dance before because I was so critical of it needing to look a certain way. Um, And another one is cultivating play and rest, letting go of exhaustion as a status symbol and productivity as self-worth. Yeah. So if you're a perfectionistic person... Um, you frequently burn out you're probably sick a lot Um, and yeah I think I had let go or not really been connected to like letting myself play letting myself do kind of pointless activities and connecting to my inner child and that was a big piece of it and I want to say too that this work I kind of coupled the work of overcoming perfectionism with this idea of like feminine masculine dynamics and like yin and yang so yang is like your go 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 energy and yin you know yin yoga it's like calm resting being receiving being present so I consumed a lot of content on the feminine on yin 
and how to cultivate that energy in myself, how to learn to relax. I really didn't know how. Now, like learning how to take baths, like I took so many baths to learn how to actually relax as a human. Um, And then cultivating calm and stillness, letting go of anxiety as a lifestyle. Yeah, so creating a better morning routine, creating alone time, and not booking my life (laughs) so heavily and intensely. And I think it's just so crazy to think if I hadn't done this work and gone like straight to med school, I would have, I don't know, probably given myself a heart attack. Um, Cultivating meaningful work, letting go of self-doubt and supposed to. I think that's a big one. I realized too when I was trying to let go of all this stuff that I had been living my life based on what I thought I was supposed to do or what I thought looked good or what I thought was a successful person in society. Like how can I be like successful and safe and loved and beautiful and enough? (laughs) And like a mantra I really worked with during that time is like you are enough you're enough. Your worthiness is not determined by anything external. You are worthy and just because you're a human being. And the last one is cultivating laughter, song, dance, letting go of being cool and always in control. And I think that has been such a gift, letting go of that. And I noticed the shifts in that like almost immediately. Like I can remember going back to where I went to college and just going to a bar and dancing. And I literally felt like ecstatic like bliss and joy and actually just being myself and not caring like what people thought about the way I looked doing anything and just being like silly and authentic in myself and I just like felt like I was just glowing and you know those people when you meet them that they just show up as themselves they're having fun just for the sake of having fun they're not trying to be any certain image And those people are like radiant. They're like extremely just attractive because they're doing just what feels good for them and not what anyone else wants them to do. But yeah, so I worked on this perfectionism work because I realized it was one of my main like trauma masks and started cultivating more of the feminine. And It's just, and I say this all the time, it's just so crazy to think about my life and who I was in college and high school. And I know there are remnants of who I am now, but I just feel so, I just feel so myself. Like I feel at home in myself. I feel love for myself. I feel compassion for myself. I feel like I love the, (laughs) the intricate and silly parts of me. I love the smart parts of me. I love the parts of me that sometimes don't get it right. I love the parts of me that cry. I love the parts of me that snort (laughs) when I laugh. Like I have learned to just like love myself in a deeper way, which reminds me, I really want to do an episode on confidence at some point and talk more about that because I feel like I have a lot to say there. Um, So yeah, I think to summarize we sometimes when we're in households with immature parents or you have to become an adult kind of earlier than you think like paying medical bills earlier getting a job really early paying for groceries like whatever it may be coping mechanisms you could just completely be crushed by it but a lot of people get these perfectionistic 
tendencies like if i'm in control of everything i'll be safe because that's kind of how you had to be but then later (laughs) in life you realize you have a ton of anxiety you don't know who your true self is and you live in a ton of fear constantly um but yeah i think that's the main things i wanted to say about perfectionism but since i'm in a partnership now i just wanted to talk about how it still shows up in my life and how that has been really interesting to see and i just feel like i've learned so much so much through this experience but i think i've realized um because i think a main person that i interacted with and spent a lot of time with growing up with with was my dad and I was just getting all these subtle messages on like, quote, how to be perfect, where I needed to change, where I needed to be, how I needed to be when I grew up. And then certain responses to my behavior that would, I would shift or dictate my behavior to make my dad happy. And I think being now in a romantic relationship, I've seen perfectionism come up where I just really don't want to feel like I'm ever getting it wrong I don't want to feel like someone thinks I'm not a competent adult I don't want someone to think I don't feel intelligent and when I feel triggered or I feel like I'm not being seen in that way I feel like I'm losing the approval like of my family in a way like it feels like how I feel or how I felt when I felt like I was disappointing my dad or he was angry with me or he didn't like something I was doing. Thus, I felt like the love was taken away and the love was conditional. So I think it's been really interesting to, I guess, see myself in a partnership and in some ways it reminds me, I guess, of being a kid and hanging out with my dad a lot, like in really good ways. But I notice like those same dynamics almost play out in my mind where I just feel afraid of disappointing someone or them like finding me out. It's not perfect or not good at everything and holding myself to the standard where I'm scared that they'll be critical or think that I'm not good enough or hold me to a standard that I can't keep and then love will be taken away so (laughs) this stuff even if you do the work and you feel good about it maybe in your friendships um I feel like it really does show up again in relationships so it's been like a really interesting learning to see to see that plan out that play out and maybe also working with like the gender roles dynamics of maybe I really worked on not being (laughs) perfectionistic within myself and with other women um, I think letting go of perfectionism was also kind of a a stepping stone to better female friendships. All women can like win together. We're not in competition of each other. Like everyone's beautiful in their unique ways. There doesn't need to be competition. There just needs to be like worth and security in yourself and all women should be celebrated. Um, but I think there is still, and I'm healing it in this relationship and this year and currently now these wounds around around men and feeling like I have to be this type of person to receive love and be perfect (laughs) in some sort of way 
and I think as I told you guys now I was being kind of like funny funnily perfectionistic about this episode but I think this podcast too is just a testament of like how far I've come because I know if I was still stuck in perfectionism I would never create this I would want everything to be perfect all the time I would want it to be a very set out script but I know from my personal experience you know just listening to shows that it sounds so much better when someone is just you feel their personality you feel who they are through the podcast and you connect with them you don't feel like it's just a robot (laughs) reading you helpful advice it's someone speaking life into their experiences and giving you their own love and tips there but if you're experiencing perfectionism and struggling to let let go of that but you know that there would be a whole different free and wholehearted life out there then definitely would be happy to support you and another thing as well is that I feel like I realized a couple months ago that another mask was the overly free mask and that was another part of perfectionism was hyper independence and I can keep myself safe if I'm all alone and I act in this certain way and that's something else that I've kind of worked to work to get rid of is letting people in letting myself be loved not just by myself but by other people and letting myself be imperfect, letting myself not always get it right, letting myself be anxious, letting myself cry, um, and not feel like I'm going to lose love or I'm not perfect or that not everything is going to be okay. But I hope this was helpful for you guys. You guys definitely reach out if either of those two, I guess, trauma masks have been things that you've struggled with. I'd love to hear about your experiences or just support you in any way. Um, I want to say too, I didn't really mention it here. I mentioned my body, but just that perfectionism and that like trait (laughs) has a lot to do with eating disorders and things like that too. And I, you know, I could have a whole episode about that and being perfectionistic towards your body and towards food and towards weight, um, and towards achievement. But I just want to emphasize too, like when you let go of perfectionism and these like masks, you truly unlock like your soul's life, like a life that feels like you're not moving through all this muck, but you're just getting to create something that feels good for you and like live your life for you and live your life to the fullest because you're not living by all these ideals outside of yourself that don't really mean anything. So read The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown, maybe The Four Agreements by... um. Miguel Ruiz something like that (laughs) but anyway thank you guys so much for listening and happy 100 episodes literally cannot believe it (laughs) it's surreal and I'm really excited to keep growing and keep getting amazing guests on here and get a new computer and a new microphone (laughs) um and all those things but have a great rest of your day and thank you guys so much for supporting me leave a review all right Bye.